As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, and welcome to Wiser Strategies First Podcast. I'm Mackenzie Davis, and I have the pleasure of introducing our new series where we'll be exploring a variety of trends, topics, and current events within the PR and marketing industry. Today, we are going to be talking about networking. Here to discuss this with me is my associate, Katie McDaniel. So Katie, first things first, how do you even go about finding a networking opportunity or event that best fits your company? I recommend doing some research and finding events that would be beneficial for you and your company. So that would be starting by talking to some of your associates, maybe even looking at your competitors, seeing what types of events that they're going to. Once you've figured out the event, then you kind of lay some groundwork for setting up some standards that you want to go and some goals that you want to go into this event. So what, who do you want to meet? What do you want to say to them? And what do you want to say to yourself? You don't want to use this as an opportunity just to talk about your day-to-day operations. You want to kind of practice it for your elevator pitch to talk about new and exciting things that are happening at the company. Because usually you're not going to have an opportunity that you're meeting with the potential of 300 people to share your story. So just use this as your opportunity to practice your elevator speech and prepare some goals of what you want to get out of the event. That's helpful. As you're joining all these new organizations or starting these events, it can be a lot to take in. Have you ever felt overwhelmed by a social situation like this? Yes. As I was saying, uh, I'm not originally from the Lexington area. So when I moved here from West Virginia, I really felt overwhelmed going to some of these events, especially with a room of 100, 200 people, and you don't know anybody. This, This can be very overwhelming. Uh, But luckily, I had a really great resource with me, our president, Nancy Weiser, who has grown up in Lexington and um, lived in Lexington for most of her life. So she knows a lot of people, and she's really great at networking and going to these social events. So she was kind of my resource and broke the ice as we went into these different situations. Okay, so do you think using the buddy system is a good tactic? I, def- I definitely think using the buddy system is a good tactic, but I don't want to say that use that as your only tactic. I know that there's been times that we've been at events and I have relied on her so much that we've just been talking to each other. And that really doesn't open you up to being an inviting person to meet new individuals. So say I'm, I'm with Nancy, I'm standing with her, our shoulders are close to each other. We're not 
open to having somebody else join our group. It's kind of that high school click thing. Nobody wants to walk up to somebody who's just fully engaged in a conversation. So I definitely recommend kind of being aware of your own body language and being more open and inviting. So maybe stand side by side somebody and face the crowd. And that means that you're a little more open for conversations. Okay. And you mentioned being an inviting person within groups, but what are some tips you can give us on being an engaging prospect to talk to with you're just an individual um, trying to meet new people? Yeah. So let's say you, uh, you've broken down that barrier. You've made it into this room. You've broken away from your buddy system. You've used your buddy <laughs> as an outlet, but you've, you've met somebody that you're interested in having a conversation about their business. You, the worst thing that you can do is just push information down their throat. We do it on a daily basis. Just be inviting, be engaging, listen to what they're saying, have a conversation with them, going back and forth. People like to talk to people who are interested in something. So say they mention a new innovative product that they're launching. Repeat the product, ask them for more information. It's also a good tactic for you, for your memory, for later on down the road when you follow up, which we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Those are really great. That's a great tip to being not too salesy, uh, but staying genuinely interested in other people. I've also found myself in some situations like this where it's really hard to hear, let alone hold a conversation when you're talking about maybe their business or new products. How do you deal with that? Yes, I know that's definitely one of the hardest things and probably the most annoying thing for the person that you're <laughs> having a conversation with, but I've been guilty of it from time to time too. There's nothing worse. You're in a room with 100, 200 people, especially nowadays. Most of the event spaces have an open concept, but thinking about that, you put 200 people in an open concept room, it's going to be noisy. It's going to be hard to carry a conversation, especially with the person that's standing directly in front of you. So what I recommend to avoid the what, what, what situation is say what one time, <laughs> follow up with them, and then kind of use that as your outlet to say, I'm sorry, I'm having a very hard time hearing you in here. I would love to continue this conversation, but maybe over lunch or maybe over coffee. And you kind of leave it at that. And most people would be satisfied with that because there's nothing worse than just standing in front of a person and having them just say what, what <laughs> over and over again. So just say, I'm so sorry. It's very loud in here. Would you like to continue this conversation maybe over lunch sometime? Here's my business card. I would like to follow up with you. Would that be okay? That's a great tip. So how would you say is the best way to make that follow-up the most effective Yes. Well, another point that I would like to talk to you, uh, talk a little bit more about is giving that business card out. There's nothing worse in social situations. And most of these are cocktail receptions or at a dinner. Heaven forbid you're caught with food in your mouth. <laughs> um, but just making that business card, having your business cards ready. Now for men, it's a lot easier. They put it on in the inside of their coat pocket. They maybe even have it in their pants pocket readily available. For women, we're usually toting a large purse. We have a ton of stuff in the purse, just how it is. We <laughs> carry our lives in our purse. I definitely recommend, and I keep all my business cards in my front pocket 
and I leave my purse unzipped just to that front pocket. So if somebody asks me for my business card, it's readily available. I can grab it with one hand and I can hand it to them. So that's definitely kind of the tip that I recommend on those type of things. Uh, as women, it's just we have a ton of stuff. So it's <laughs> making that one little thing easier. And uh, you asked about follow-up. I think that's definitely a key with this. Uh, there's nothing worse than find, than you finding yourself in a conversation and the person is wanting to get out and you're just talking their ear off. You don't want to get into that salesy mode type of thing. So definitely use that as your follow-up and say, it's been great talking to you. I would love to follow up with you later on about that. Great. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Are there any other tips or anything else you'd like to add? Um, yeah, I definitely want to make a point that the networking and you being at this event is not a time for sales. The time for sales is later on when you follow up, and that's when the work really begins on things. And I recommend kind of going through maybe the night that you got all the business cards or the morning after and creating piles of the prospects that you really want to hit. And you make a list of the things that you talked about with them. Write out an individual list and note a product or something that sparked your interest in that conversation. Then a day from that, follow up with an email and say, it was very nice meeting you at XYZ event and talking about a specific product or a specific topic that you talked about. There's nothing worse than getting a follow-up generic email that it was great to meet you at this event. I so enjoyed talking to you about nothing, those type of things. So as specific as you can be, follow up with that email and then maybe wait a week, two weeks, and then follow up with a conversation, a phone call. Just find ways to kind of get in front of that person a little bit more. This has been a great overview of some tips for getting better at networking. I know for me and a lot of people, it's definitely not something that's in our comfort zone. So do you have anything else you suggest practicing to get more comfortable with it? Yeah, like I said, these are just some quick tips uh, that I left you with today. But I do want to let you know that our president, Nancy Weiser, offers a more in-depth seminar that focuses on business and social communication. And uh, our program is actually called From Cocktails to Customers. So it gives you kind of a more in-depth look at how to work a room, how to get and be more inviting in the conversations and go through that follow-up. And it's a really hands-on seminar. People leave there feeling really comfortable going into these rooms of 200, 300 people and just leaving there with a better idea of how you can use a social setting to leverage some more business later on. Great. Thanks so much, Katie. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to our first podcast. If you're interested in hearing more, stay tuned for our future episodes and visit our website at wiserstrategies.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 